0: Hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having a fantastic day today, having a fantastic Monday. Hope you guys had a blessed weekend here at Health Masters. We're running strong as always, dealing with some very interesting rainy, cold weather down here in Florida. supposed to be nice the rest of the week, but apparently winter came back and so did the rain, which is not surprising in Florida. But again, we're staying strong down here. If you guys need anything, you know where to get a hold of us, healthmasters.com. We're here to help you out with the highest quality supplements, nutrients, and um, natural advice we can possibly get you. So if you need anything, give us a call, healthmasters.com. And also, to be sure to check out the product of the week at healthmasters.com, the natokines, incredibly good formula at maintaining blood viscosity, also producing blood clots as well. And I put a couple new kits on the front webpage, including the Maximum Energy Kit. This has been one of our most popular stacks that we first started out with years ago which includes the cortisol buster, the adrenal support, the B-complex, and the ultimate multiple. That's a stack that works incredibly well because you've got the cordyceps and the adrenal support. You've got the ashwagandha and the cortisol buster. You've got the massive amounts of B vitamins and the B-complex, and you've got the multivitamin. really helps out with energy, helps out with adrenal fatigue. It can really help out as far as with people that are feeling sluggish or tired and not having quite the energy they're used to, especially if they're exercising a lot or staying very active. So be sure to check that kit on the front page at 10% off right now at healthmasters.com and you know one of the first articles that's made a comeback i want to bring this up because this article is actually from a few years ago and dad sent it to me this morning And i just i had to laugh hysterically when i saw it because it's crazy to me how aggressive the propaganda is to try to prevent people from being actually healthy and actually staying strong and healthy and continually to grow and adapt and become stronger. As most people understand, the human body was not designed to be sedentary. It was not designed to sit on a couch or in a chair for eight, nine, 10, 12 hours a day and eat junk food and stare at the television or computer screen. Our body is designed to move. They're designed to be active. They're designed to get fresh air. They're designed to push themselves and continue to grow and become stronger. And there's an article, and this, I guess, has to go with probably the uh, you know the stupidest article of monday awards it's just, it's just <laughs> here to study finds just seven hours a week of fitness doubles your risk of heart disease especially if you're a white man not joking that's the title of the article here you can look it up online and it's funny it's because a few years back and it goes into detail how researchers in Chicago assessed exercise patterns, and they found that white men who exercise seven hours a week are more likely to experience, essentially, heart disease. Now, what's crazy about this, this goes against any and all research that's gone on for, I don't know, thousands of years, showing that activity and exercise and continually being active is actually very good for the cardiovascular system. Of course, there's certain things that in doing a massive excess, like going and you know running for five or six hours straight which I don't think most people do unless you're you know professional runner you know it may have some detrimental side effects on the joints and the knees and things of that sort But exercising seven hours a week which that's an hour a day of exercise um yeah apparently if you're white it doubles your risk of having heart disease now and again this is funny almost an ironic standpoint not just from propaganda piece but from just a continual uh cover up an attempt to cover up of how every single thing now Possibly causes heart disease and heart attacks and myocarditis. We saw that article, I told you guys it was a big spread with all these different headlines playing too many video games is leading to heart attacks. Taking a nap on the couch is causing heart attacks. Doing yard work is causing heart attacks. Almost any single thing now, breathing air is causing heart attacks because they want to try to justify the cover-up and justify what happened with the spike protein in these shots. And it's quite sad, but again, if you realize and understand what's happening, you see through the nonsense, when you see articles like this, you really got to ask yourself the question, what's the real agenda behind it? Because we all know that exercise and being fit is very, very good for the body, including good for cardiovascular health health especially when you stack it with a healthy diet so when they come out with articles like this you just have to laugh and you got to do your own research and not take things for i guess the title <laughs> what do you think Dad? with nonsense like well
1: this. you know i i said that to you this morning because i had a pam sent it to me and she said this is lol this is complete nonsense and and the crazy part about it is also is that it does have some truth to it, it from a little bit but they don't tell you what the truth is because here's the problem with it they don't tell you the control standards and parameters on the study. Correct. Are we talking of obese people that basically exercise more than seven hours? Extremely a week?
0: aggressive cardio training. Yeah. Okay.
1: I mean, because because the problem is there are a lot of people out there that exercise that are extremely out of shape. Yeah. They're not they're not differentiating this. Are they saying these are trained athletes? Are they saying these are trained this? Because I know I know of people personally that started exercising when they're in their 40s and 50s and died of a heart attack within a couple of weeks. I've seen it. Yeah. You know, because they overstress their bodies. I know of one top tier athlete who went out and ran 15 miles in an orange grove. He's I think he was 62 years old. And he was, I you know, got like, placed like fourth in the Mr. Universe contest over the age of 40. And he ended up dropping dead. You know, so. Dude, that was a variable of heat stroke, too, or dehydration. He you know, ran 15 factor. miles in the orange grove, yeah. you know, in, in, in you know, Florida in Colt County in the summertime, you know, heated today. I mean, anybody would pretty much die with that. Uh, but the problem with it is, is they're not telling us those things. No. They're not giving us the variables as far as who these individuals are and what they look like. Plus, in addition to that, I'm going to say something to you, and this is important that everybody understands this. From a cortisol standpoint, excessive exercise will elevate cortisol, and cortisol will increase the risk of heart disease. Now, that didn't give you, a, 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 you, know, a you know, a pass on exercise. You know, seven hours a week is not that much. That's an hour a day of doing something. You know, i probably work out 30 to 40 minutes a day that's it six days a week that's about all but reality is if you're going out and you're like Austin says if you're a marathon runner and you're hammering your joints and hammering your ankles and hammering your knees and hammering your hips and you're pushing 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 you're elevating cortisol you're gonna age really fast and the aging process itself is gonna make you have an increased risk of heart disease I'm not a big proponent of excessive cardiovascular training I learned when I was in the exercise physiology program at Florida State that seven hours a week I'm sorry Seven minutes, three times a week is what they taught us. Seven minutes, three times a week was enough to achieve what's called the cardiovascular training effect for the heart and for the lungs. More than that, what ends up happening, you end up basically having you know, knee problems and hip problems. I know me personally. You know, a few months ago, I decided to get, a, I got a cardio machine. I got a treadmill and I started using it every day. Well, I got really excited about doing the treadmill. It was fun. I wasn't running on. I was walking on. It was a padded deck. And so finally I got to the point where I had like a maximum elevation, maximum speed to a walk, like 4.5 miles per hour. And finally, my left knee started hurting. I'm like, what the heck? Well, your body's not designed to handle all of that all the time. You don't need that much exercise. So I backed off the cardio. Now my knee's doing great again, but I still exercise. Now, the way I tell people to exercise is this. Do a cardiovascular circuit program when you train. In other words, don't sit there and do one set of incline bench or dumbbell presses or whatever and wait for three or four or five minutes and do another set going as heavy as you possibly can with a few reps. So you you do three reps of heavy dumbbells every five minutes. That doesn't do anything for your heart. Just let you know that what I do and what I've done. And we have an exercise series that we put out years ago is advanced training for men. What I do is I, I circuit train. I'll do I'll do like a lat. I'll do like seven or eight lat exercises for my back. And I don't have any rest between the sets. I just change machines. I go from one machine to the next machine to the next machine to the next machine. And the whole workout, it's like seven different machines. It literally takes me about 15 minutes to do lats. That's it. I'm done. And then I do like 10 minutes in arms, and I'm finished. That's the way you train your heart and your cardiovascular system, and it doesn't elevate cortisol because you're not in the gym for hours every day. I know when I was a kid, you know, we used to go to the gym on Saturday morning. She would be in the gym for six hours. It was crazy.' We'd get there at 10 in the morning, be there until four and would train and train and train and massively overtrain. And I remember when I was about 20 years old, I stopped doing that. I, I met a bodybuilder, his name was Boyer Co. I don't know if he's still alive or not. really nice guy. And he told me he says, "You're overtraining. You don't need to be training more than twice a week for a body part. I was training each body part three times a week. Now, I'd gotten in great shape, but it was overtraining. And so I realized that when I stopped doing the body parts three times a week and you know, I went to twice a week on the body parts, I started growing again because I was overtraining. My cortisol was staying too high, and I learned not to do that as a bodybuilder. And so, what ended up happening is I would then do a chest workout. It'd take me like 12 minutes twice a week, but it'd be very intense. And so, that's what I've learned over the years as far as staying in shape. And now, my cardiovascular system is in great shape, my heart's in great shape, but I continue to train every single day, six days a week. I do take Sundays off because the Bible says we need a day of rest. And I've learned over the years, if I do it that way, I keep myself lean, I keep myself in shape, I keep my heart in good shape, I keep my lungs in good shape. So, that whole concept here is this, telling that, that white men who train over seven hours a week are dying of heart attacks, that's a giant cover-up for the COVID vaccine and all of the poison they put into your body and all the cardiovascular damage that they're doing. That's why they re-released this article from a few years back, they're trying to tell you, like Austin said, it doesn't matter if you're taking a nap in the afternoon, you're going to die of a heart attack. If you're basically exercising in the garden, you're going to have a heart <laughs> attack. If you're exercising in the gym now, you're going to have a heart attack. It's all about not wanting you to be prepped and ready to go and in good shape. That's what it's all about, Austin, isn't it? That's exactly
0: what it's all about. It's designed to keep people subservient and you know, slothful, so to speak, and lazy and have the ability if something does happen – Nobody has the strength or resiliency to fight back or push back. That's what it's all about. They want everybody to be really, really dumb, servile, so and exactly. You know, there's an article here, and it was interesting because I was reading it. And I actually I texted my buddy up last night, who's a retired airborne ranger, because he's been getting straight quite concerned about a lot of stuff we're seeing now. Not only the lack of ability to be able to defend the country from a civilian standpoint, but what we're seeing with this massive invasion at the border. And what's interesting, he sent me an article last night. And I looked it up. And it was from entire retired air force general named general blaine holt who basically did an interview last month and discussed how the chinese communist party has been deploying thousands of military aged men through the southern border which we already have seen that visually on video and he said they've already begun as far as their training and their uh, surveillance and essentially their their ops that they've been running and what's interesting is my buddy's ranger talked to me about this last night and he said You have to understand, he goes, if an invading force is doing surveillance and doing reconnaissance he goes they're going to take notes and they're going to watch every factor of that group that they're watching all across a certain area it doesn't matter if you place this in the united states doesn't matter if you place in afghanistan he goes we did this all the time in the sandbox over in afghanistan he goes you would do surveillance and you would do ops on groups and you would watch them and you'd watch and you'd watch them you watch their patterns you watch what time they do things you'd watch how they train you watch how they interact you'd watch their comms you'd surveil every single thing they did and apparently from what there's a lot of discussion now is a lot of these groups that have been coming in here there's a reason why these guys are military age men that look like they're in well groomed good shape don't look like they're you know, all skinny and hungry and 50 or 60 years old with little children trying to come to the country. And he said there's a very real concern. That's what this U.S. general said, Blaine Holt. He said that these guys essentially, we've, he said we've had tens of thousands of military men come across the border and are now in America, and they've organized by group and nationality. They've also worked on training, plans, weapons, patterns, and learning vulnerabilities of their enemy, which would be us. And, again, I'm not bringing this article up to bring fear porn but what i'm saying is this is what you do at the beginning of an invasion you do surveillance and you do ops and you do reconnaissance and see how the other group moves what they do and how they're prepared and quite frankly a lot of stuff these guys are probably seeing is probably embarrassing for us. You've got groups now that all they want to do, these kids want to go on TikTok and dance all day. None of them have hit the weights in a gym. Most of them look like they got, you know, little skinny pool noodle arms. They're 25 years old. They couldn't bench press themselves out of a wet paper bag. And yet this is the society that's continually being encouraged by the mainstream media and the movies. That's why if you always notice now, usually the guys that are in most of these movies, these younger movies, they're these like really, really soft guys that basically... Don't do anything and they're all scared all the time, and the woman's taking the role is basically the lead alpha in the scene. And I'm not saying that there's not situations that work like that. What I'm saying is they're preparing mentally the younger generation to be as soft as physically possible. And then they come out with articles like this oh, if you work out seven hours a week and you're a white male, you basically are going to be very prone for heart disease. But again, like Dad said, I went through the article. They don't go into actually discussions on individuals and what their BMI was, if they were obese, if they had previous heart attack issues, if they've had other. Cardiovascular problems. They just come up with this random study to try to make people realize that essentially,
1: uh, no, you shouldn't do anything whatsoever. You know what's you know what's interesting about this, Austin? And, and you're right about the Hollywood. They show these women in these lead roles now, and they're beating up. Alpha it's men. almost all the films are like no. this now. And yeah, and, and this and this is this is ironic too because you get a girl who's five feet tall. She weighs ninety pounds, and she's in Hollywood, and she takes down a six foot six guy that weighs three hundred pounds. Has been working out his entire life. Who, to him, she's a flea. He could flick her off. And forgive me, ladies. I'm not. I'm not trying to be mean here. I'm not trying to say anything bad about women. But the reality is, this is a skewed situation again in which they're trying to make the women have a basically a dominant role against the men. Now the Chinese have to be sitting there, and the Russians have to be sitting there, and any MS-13 gang coming into the <laughs> United States that's watching this, like Austin they're laughing their heads off because number one. You put a five foot woman who weighs 90 pounds into a ring with a 300 pound guy, it's going to be an embarrassment. It's going to be sad. It's, it's, everybody's going to be booing the guy in about one second because it's going to be like one punch and it's over. And this is the problem that we have in the United States of America and all over the Western world, quite frankly, the same way in Germany now, too. They've put women in a leadership role in which they become superior to men in every aspect of their life mentally, physically. They dominate women, the women dominate the men. And you think, well, you start to sound like you're, you know, you're, you're basically being a male show. No, I'm not. I'm just being honest with you guys about this. I'm not being misogynistic whatsoever. I'm stating a physiological fact. You put a five-foot-tall woman who weighs 90 pounds into a ring with a 300-pound guy who's been working on his entire life, who's been trained in martial arts. There's, it's a joke. It doesn't work. In fact, you take a guy who's five feet tall okay, and put him in that same ring. It's a joke. Yeah, still a joke. It's still a joke. So when you see this, that's why college, there's weight classes when in wrestling? You, when you, which, that's why. That's why there's <laughs> weight classes in wrestling, and that's why you have this situation where these women can't run with these 150 pound packs on them. You know, in the military, so they have to give their packs halfway, weight, or they have to take their packs off, or they have to put them on steroids. The whole thing is weird, and to get it's an inversion of God's natural order. Men are here, and guys, listen to me. This is important. You're not supposed to be a pencil neck. I'm just don't don't be offended here. Don't be that. I wanted, I remember years ago we had a kid come in here who wanted to work out with me. He's like seventeen years old and he was wearing a pair of like, you know, running leotards, I guess. His arms, his legs were literally the size of my forearms. And I, I couldn't believe you could actually stand on his legs. And he was as effeminate as you could possibly get. And I told him, I said, dude, I said, this isn't okay. You gotta start working out, you gotta start eating, you started gotta, gotta, gotta start getting better. And he did. He worked out with me three times and he quit. And I told him, I said, dude, come on, man. I said, you, you just wasted my time working out with me. I said, if you're going to train, I'll train. If you don't want to train, I won't train you. I said, but don't sit here and pretend like it's okay to start something to quit. And one of his friends told me, well, he's never finished anything he's ever started. This is the mindset that we've done. And this is one of the problems that we have in the churches And i mean, forgive me for the picking on the churches all the time. Cause I get so frustrated with it. You get all these men in these churches that are basically soft and they're raising soft boys and they're not the leadership of the family. They're not praying with their family, these men are. The women are. The women take the spiritual leadership role of the family. The women take the, 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 the financial leadership role. They're out there making money. The women are telling their husbands what to do and bossing them around, and the guy shuts up and goes and watches TV all the time and basically doesn't say anything in his house. Or he comes home, basically, and he comes home at 9, 5 o'clock in the afternoon. He spends an hour and a half with the kids during dinner, and then he goes and plays video games the rest of the night. I know people that's happened to, and he doesn't spend any time with his children. He doesn't pray with his kids. He doesn't do anything with his kids. And then later on in life, he realizes what he had done, and he realizes what a mess it was. Man, This video stuff has been around for a long, long, long time. You can completely it on computer pads, computer terminals. All of this stuff is part of what they've done to the United States of America to destroy the nuclear family. And then the family becomes dysfunctional because they have no proper leadership role, and then all of a sudden everybody's wondering, well, what happened to the family? Look what's going on right now. There's a California couple that's already $200,000 a year, but they claim they cannot afford to have children. The birth rate in the United States has plummeted primarily because of the hormones in the food supply and because of the COVID shot across the country. And it's now it takes $310,000 to raise one 17-year-old child An extra money for the 17 years. Now, think about that. They say they can't afford kids because they're having to make over $200,000 a year in order to feed them. They're doing this on purpose, too, because they're making it so expensive to have children that people don't want to have kids anymore. That's what they're doing it for. Because they don't want us to reproduce. They want to bring in migrants from other countries to reproduce, to get rid of the indigenous species here in this population in the United States of people that have been here from the DNA of the people who founded the United States of America, who were willing to leave England with absolutely nothing, and Germany with absolutely nothing, and France with absolutely nothing to come to this country and work and do something with their lives. They don't want that DNA. They want people coming across the border who've been given stuff their entire life in a socialized economy and basically come into this country and just be good peasants and serfs. It's like George Carlin said they don't want someone who's capable of critical thinking in the United States. They want us dumbed down. And that's why they put the fluoride to us in 1946. And if you think a trillion dollar healthcare industry that wants to basically profit on you for being sick cares about you being healthy, then the fluoride is working. There you go. And I said that last <laughs> week. I'll keep saying that. Then the fluoride is working. They want you as sick as you possibly can be so they can extract the last little bit of wealth out of you as they collapse the economy and collapse the country. Why do you think that they're doing this with these incredibly high bills now for health care? I told you I went to the hospital a few years ago, had to have a shoulder had a shoulder x-ray. My primary physician didn't have an x-ray machine, and it was, it was almost $4,000 for one x-ray. It was insane. Now, I negotiated that price back down, but that's insanity yeah and we see this over and over and over again. you get these idiot doctors and another article just came out that said that if you give a woman prozac you know a serotonin reuptake inhibitor when she's pregnant she'd have it could, it's going to cause massive problems with that child as far as brain development. We had another one of these idiot doctors a few a year ago. Tell my daughter-in-law that she needed to go on Prozac for morning sickness. I mean, where are they going to medical school, and why do they think this stuff's okay? Why do they think they can put a serotonin reuptake inhibitor in the brain of a woman who's pregnant, have it go through the placenta, and get into the brain of the developing fetus? It's insanity what they've done now, especially now they're also pushing mRNA shots to women who are pregnant. And the vast majority of these women, the studies that I've read, either have complications or miscarriages from this. It's all about reducing the population of the indigenous people, primarily white people. And and if you're black and if you're Hispanic, I'm not picking on you. They really hate whites. It's like reverse discrimination now because we are the ones that brought together the Christian culture in the United States. We did. Two thousand years ago, we've been developing that. And they don't want that any longer. They 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 want the destruction of the nuclear family based on Christian values. They want it destroyed, period. That's who's doing it. It's the Kabbalists, Luciferian synagogue of Satan. They want the white people, the white Christians gone, and that's why they're targeting us like this. And it aggravates me. It, it does, because there's no reason for any of this stuff. Austin, what do you think, about oh, you're 100% right. That's why the United
0: States is pretty much the largest... User of pharmaceutical drugs in the entire world. Oh yeah. I mean, I think the United States. I was looking up uh, before. I think the United States usage. is like around four hundred and ninety billion or four hundred eighty billion a year in pharmaceutical drugs. Well, just, just
1: drugs. Well, I'm not talking treatment, just well, drugs. Yeah, yeah. You got, you got a, you know, you got hundreds of thousands of, you know, people just taking millions, tens, tens of millions of people taking psychiatric drugs right now in oh, the yeah. United States, and it's, it's normal. It's just, yeah, you know, they joke about Xanax, they joke about Prozac, they joke about taking these drugs, and they don't realize the horrible, horrible side effects they all have. They, but they just joke about, oh, yeah, we, got, we have an extra Xanax for if you need one. I'm like, what are you talking about? I could take stuff like that. Well, no, they, they, they peddle this stuff out now, like
0: candy. And the problem is a lot of these drugs people don't realize, and I've discussed it in detail. A lot of these drugs, when they're originally developed and they're originally approved, and the FDA actually granted them approval after years of testing, they were, u- they were designed for short-term usage such things like as proton pump inhibitors for stomach acid for people that had severe ulcers. Those drugs were designed to basically reduce stomach acid while allowing the ulcer to heal over a two to four to six week period. Now, of course, they won't talk about things like drinking raw cabbage juice, fresh squeezed cabbage juice or anything like that. This is just a drug option they have. The other things they have when it discussed issues like cholesterol medication. Cholesterol medication was originally supposed to be used for people that had extremely dangerously level, high levels of cholesterol and their blood was super thick and they need to get it back down and most of those people were obese. It was designed to get people's cholesterol back under control and then basically use other interventions to maintain their health. Same thing with Xanax, with benzodiazepines. Benzodiazepines were never designed to be used as long-term. They were designed to be used as short-term uh, support for someone that had severe debilitating panic attacks to the point that, you know, it was almost making them unfunctional. And they could use that drug in a quick time frame to get their anxiety under control. It was not supposed to use on a daily basis throughout an entire day because they're so unbelievably addictive. They're right up there with opiates and they actually can be more dangerous to come off than opiates Dying. because of what happens to the brain, what happens to basically the chemical imbalance. Opiate receptors fire off and give people, make people really sick two to three to four days. As long as they're going into a clinic and they're getting support and they're staying hydrated and anything else they can usually push through it benzodiazepines take a very long time to detox off of and so these are the problems that happen with a lot of these drugs now is after they get approved for their usage they start getting massively approved for other usages and other off box uses and they continually people continue to stay on them and that's what feeds the medical industrial complex so you're exactly spot on with that dad and also too other than health story you guys will like this this is ironic because we've talked about this for, I don't know, a decade. New studies suggested the current recommended daily dose of 800 IUs of D3 is nowhere near enough to prevent and address the vitamin D deficiency in the general adult population. This is crazy. The european research team has now suggested boosting the recommended daily amount to a minimum of 2,000 ius per day to combat the risk of certain musculoskeletal diseases and other problems including cancer that are associated with deficiency of vitamin d the new recommended daily dose of vitamin d seeks to get people to a base serum concentration between at least 50 to 75 as far as nms per liter the study reports said up to 18% of the people globally are below 25 on their blood test, which is extremely low. This is why I told you guys for years, whenever Lana, every time she's gotten pregnant, the midwives are always extremely adamant about testing D3 levels because it's crucial. Because the baby takes so much D3 out of the body, you've got to continually use it. And we found that her levels, as far as a good baseline, when she keeps it around 40 to 50, that she usually has to run about 20,000 IUs a day of D3 with K2, the one that we carry. That's why when you hear these articles and they came out before, they say, oh, the recommended daily allowance is 600 IUs of D3. It's a total joke. That's why everybody's deficient in D3. A, a lot of people aren't outside anymore. B, we've got whatever it is they keep spraying in the sky every single day, blocking the sun, the sludge, whether it's aluminum or barium and everything in between. And not to mention now, you've got the food supply that's so just <laughs> – Nothing, I guess you could say, just flat. There's hardly anything in it. You've got to supplement with D3, and that's why our product that we've put together years ago, the D3 10,000 K2. Every time people start using it, they start getting really, really good results from it, and their blood levels go up. And that's why I always recommend: if you're getting blood levels, always get your D3 tested. I just had my, I got my full lab reports done a week and a half ago. My blood levels like, almost on everything were perfect. My D3 is like at 52, which quite frankly, I like it to be a little bit higher. So I'll probably bump my D3 up a tad bit. But I like to monitor it and keep you know, a basis on it every about six months. But overall, in general, it was funny because when I looked at it, I was actually – Shocked because my cholesterol was lower than I wanted it to be. My HDLs were through the roof. My LDLs were low. The issue is I don't eat a whole lot of fat at all. I need to start eating more fat. I told Dad about it. I said I, need, I actually have to get my cholesterol up and start adding in, you know, more butter and avocado oil to my meals. And so again, that's what happens when you're eating extremely clean and you're eating, taking really good supplements. Your blood levels start becoming really positive in certain angles, and when, you, when physicians or they look at it, they don't really know what to say about it because it's such an anomaly compared to a lot of other things that you constantly see all the time where people come in with labs that are just all over the place because i've had people before when midwife even told us this she said you'd be shocked she said how many pregnant mothers come in in some cases with single digit d3 levels around seven and eight as far as d3 levels in their body which is dangerously low especially for a woman that's basically you know growing a baby and so again this is why it's important check your levels take your supplements the d3 10,000 with k2 is the number one supplement I've ever seen with actual blood results that I've seen dad's gotten blood results from it. I've done it. Lana's done it numerous uh you know um patients numerous people that I know that have used it customers and gotten great results so be sure to stay on top of that
1: and keep your blood your blood d3 where it needs to be you know, okay. the D3 is one of the principal components of the immune system, it's the article saying. Right. Absolutely. It actually helps to activate the macrophages, which cannot be activated without the D3, which are the killer cells that go in and get rid of infections, et cetera, and parasites, all the rest. So D3 is very, very, very important. Another article came out it's talking about different people not coming in their 20s and 30s coming down with ulcerative colitis, and it's thought to be an autoimmune condition. It means the immune system goes wrong and starts to attack healthy tissue most popular theory, it's a theory, is that immune system makes harm, mistakes, harmless bacteria inside the colon. Now, let's stop for one second. It also talked about the Crohn's and colitis and all the rest of it that people are getting in their 20s and their 30s. One of the big reasons this happens is because of a lousy diet. Uh, It's because they're they're eating diets that are high in glyphosate, they're eating diets that are high in GMO foods, they're eating diets that are very, very high in all kinds of chemicals and compounds, and so they start having all kinds of health problems because they're basically poisoning themselves by the food that they're eating. I've seen this over and over and over again, usually with ulcerative colitis. If you start eating a really clean diet and get off all of the GMO foods and get off all of the other types of foods that have chemicals in them and basically glyphosate. Remember, the, gener- the genetically modified diet, Austin, and we both know this, it's one of those things that basically people have that is a product that can be sprayed with glyphosate. Yep, a glyphosate roundup has over 20 different types of cancers associated with it. If you're going to use it, you know, which I don't recommend, use it in moderation. You know, maybe trim a little, a little around the edges of certain weeds or whatever, but don't be soaking yourself down in glyphosate, soaking your whole yard down in glyphosate and then telling your children to run around and play in the yard no with glyphosate. Absolutely it's not. just not worth it. I mean, I learned a long time ago the, the weeds have won. I don't care anymore. Uh, by the way, I'm going to stop and just read this one article. I don't normally do this, but I'm going to talk a little bit about it. There's this girl who was over in Germany who basically had been using Bumble as a doggone dating app and she's disappeared now. They don't know where she is, and they're believing that somebody that she met online has basically abducted her, or done something horrible with her. If you're gonna be online and you're gonna be dating, it's really, really important that you're careful. You never, ever meet somebody in an isolated place. You never go to someone's home. You never get in a car and you ride with them. You don't do any of that stuff. These are strangers. Why would you meet them somewhere or go in their car if you don't know who they are? Really, really important. If you go on a date, guy or girl, you drive your own vehicle, meet in a public location, and make sure you know who they are. What I suggest that you do is you get a copy of their driver's license before you go out with them. Quite frankly, that really works because that gives you an identification of who the individual is. Some people aren't willing to do that. But if you don't want to do that, you stay at least be careful and make sure you don't go to an area where basically you're not going to be you know, around other people. By the way, Julian Assange, his fight against coming to the United States is about over with now. His avoid uh, vo- vo- facing spying charges in the United States may be nearing an end, following a protracted legal saga in the UK that included seven years of self exile inside a foreign embassy and five years in prison. Hassan faces what could be his final court hearing in London starting Tuesday as he tries to stop his extradition to the United States. This is one of the biggest travesties of justice that I've ever seen. He exposed corruption at a different level of our United States government than anybody ever knew was going on. That's a fact. And because he did that, now he's going to pay the price with his own life. Uh, he warned us years ago that our main threat to the United States wasn't Russia; it was Israel. That was one of his quotes. So you need to realize who he is, and so he touched the sacred cow. He touched the third rail of Israel, and that's why I believe they've come after him like they've done. And so it's it's sad to me that you that you see what's going on and and how bad it is. By the way, Wall Street is 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 cashing in on those emka. They're trying to make more and more money now, and now they're raising prices more and more and more with these different type patented weight loss drugs. And we've talked about this in detail, and we've talked about the Benfotamine that we have, how, what a good product that is. It's called the Benfotamine Ultra that we have, Austin. Uh, ben- Benfotiamine? Yes. 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 Yeah, and, and it's helping the body, the body lose body fat and stay stable. But, guys, listen to me. These types of drugs, this, this this Ozemka, they've got all kinds of side effects, and we've talked about it now. And what's going to happen is as State Street, BlackRock, and Vanguard get more and more into the control of this, the prices of these drugs are going to be going absolutely through the roof. And it, and it's really kind of sad this is happening and that, that we're not – we're not in a situation where people are starting to wake up and realize well, that they're yeah, and, to be changed.
0: You want to add on that. I mean, whenever you start seeing the same thing from the mainstream media parroted over and over and over again and what you're supposed to do and what you're supposed to say and what you're supposed to think and what you're supposed to go along with the narrative, you got to start asking yourself the question, is this the best route for me? Is this the best thing for me to do, especially when everything they're saying seems to go against natural science? You know, and that's what we talked about with the Berberine Ultimate. And essentially these other products that we put together over the years, like the cinnamon extract, that really help out as far as maintaining, you know, body fat, maintaining blood sugar, and continually helping the body function properly. Because what I've told you before, with these drugs, a lot of them have severe side effects that are long-term. And on top of that as well, it's one of those things where if you can go a natural route first, always try to go that route before. The drugs, I always tell people, I said, the drugs are always going to be there. Operation is always going to be there. The doctor is always going to be there. Why not try the natural route first and see what kind of results you can get out of it? And then later on, go from there and see what you can do. Also, to another news, this is something interesting. Tucker Carlson put an article out the other day. You know, he went to Moscow for a bit and actually did some investigative journalism that pretty much every single journalist in the United States has refused to do now. If you've noticed, there's not been any independent journalism out of Russia from the United States in, I don't know, years now. We just hear the same parody CNBC and CNN nonsense they put, including Fox. Well, Tucker Carlson said he, he put an article out yesterday. He said he felt radicalized after he visited Moscow grocery stores recently, seeing the price of food there. Him and his crew estimated that the groceries they filled the cart with, which represent a week's worth of food, would cost around $400 and were shocked when they found it was just barely $104 in U.S. currency. Footage of his shopping trip was released on a subscription platform where he shared excerpts across his social media, walking around the grocery store, picking up everything from wine to bread to flour to butter to beef. Pretty much all these staples for the whole crew, not him, him and the whole crew that were there. And he said it draws attention to essentially what we keep being told about the crime and inflation in the United States as far as criminal financial aspects, and this is exactly what I told you guys before. There's, there's so many companies that I've seen now and I've watched I've witnessed that now have suddenly said, we've got to raise the price on this, we've got to raise the price on this, and then at the end of the year you find out they've done record profits over what they've done in their entire history of existence. For example, McDonald's is continually raising their prices for food cost, inflation, cost of this, cost of that, yet suddenly 2023 McDonald's had the best net profit revenue they've had in pretty much the last 30 years exxon mobil all these co- oil companies talking about how all the price has to go up the cost of oil the cost of manufacturing remember when diesel diesel's is getting so expensive to process that diesel is going to be out a few months a few short months before thanksgiving 2022 not you remember such. that remember oh, remember all that oh, oh diesel is going to be out it's got it's got to go up to five six dollars a gallon in order to cover the cost to be able to process it because diesel is going to be it's going to be gone there's going to be no diesel anywhere in the united states 2024 diesel still here half the price it was back then refineries aren't shut down diesel still available everything they tell you on a regular basis is designed to be a lie to desensitize you and make you think their narrative And that's why he said here in this video he posted he literally they bought an entire grocery i mean giant grocery cart full of food for the entire crew for the entire week it was 104 dollars that shows you right there the manipulation that we've seen in the United States and on top of that the continual lies that they tell us how the inflationary rate is going up you can't print trillions of dollars and not have it go up that's a fact but the numbers that we've seen because here's what's happened we saw some construction industry firsthand when I was building my house you've got plywood that says maybe fifteen dollars actual cost for a piece of plywood from the manufacturer from the lumberyard well then they sell it and they say well guess what it's got to go up ten percent so it's going to go up a dollar fifty well then they sell it to lowe's or another basically distributor that's putting it out there. Well then Lowe says, oh well that price went up a dollar fifty. We've got to raise it up another three or four dollars on our end to cover the cost on it. Well then what happens is then you start having these other companies come in and start realizing they can make more money because the cost is going up. So they won't put up ten and twenty percent. Well then people buy it from them and they're trying to flip it and make more money and they throw it up ten, twenty, thirty percent. Pretty soon it was hundred and fifty dollars for one sheet of plywood. It was ludicrous. And then you started talking to lumber yards and they're like the cost hasn't gone up that much. We've had like a five ten percent increase in actual wood that's it but yet the price literally went up five six seven hundred percent in some cases and that was all about price manipulation and price gouging with certain companies and certain people but also two of these big corporations they've realized that they can extrapolate and they can basically take advantage of these certain price increases that occur occasionally and blame it on inflation and raise prices up because I've even been dealing with this with some of our manufacturers where some of the raw material costs has gone up And they've increased our costs, which my cost has to go up. And the thing is, a lot of times my cost will go up seven, eight, nine percent and I only raise it 3 or 4% because I'm trying to buffer it for the customers because I want to be able to make sure everybody can afford it. But then I start finding out that the cost of the manufacturer, they didn't go up 7 or 8%. They went up 1% and 2%. Yet they're going in and they're gouging me on certain stuff with it. And I've gotten very frustrated with some of these companies. I've been fighting with them back and forth because of the price increases they keep doing. So be very cautious with certain places, certain businesses that are telling you something's gone up because it probably has in most cases. But when they start growing it exponentially and start telling you, oh, it's no longer going to be 2 or 3 it's going to be 15 and $20 now. I promise you it's not gone up that much. And so be very cautious for some of these companies that are lying to everybody
1: like this. You know, what they do, I saw it in the fuel prices, the barrels of oil. Yep. Uh, they said that 60 speculators touch one barrel of oil. Oh, absolutely. To market. And I saw this back, you know, when George W. Bush was president. And I always thought, well, he just needs to go in here and make it illegal to, on commodity market to basically speculate on oil. That will stop this and it would yeah the problem is is that when you start doing that then these investors and these distributors and all the rest of these people they can't manipulate the pricing like that and they get angry and they say, oh we have a shortage now yeah now we can't we can't produce it now so now now we have no oil so now we're never going to have be another oil embargo yep and you see it over and over and over and over again and when you get these three big companies blackrock state so state so and vanguard, vanguard own everything now <laughs> Uh, what ends up happening is they can do whatever they want to do with the pricing that's why every single thing that you see now from a commodity standpoint and from food standpoint has gone through the roof yeah i mean yesterday i was over at uh, whole foods which i don't like Whole foods but i had to get some stuff that they only sold i was in tampa and i got a couple of items it was like 100 bucks i'm like what the heck is this this is insanity it really is and so remember Amazon owns them, and State Street Blackard owns, owns, them. owns Amazon. <laughs> and so it's just it's what they do. They jack it up, jack it up, jack it up. And what they do, they, ra- they raise it up until they hit po- price resistance. Price resistance, yep. And they teach so you this. People they- stop buying it. They, they can't, can't afford then, to buy and it. And then they, type, they lower it down just a little bit. To, what they do, they do a break-even chart. They find out what the maximum amount of profit they can make, and they don't care about how it affects the consumer. Then They'll, they'll bankrupt somebody in order to try to figure out how much money they could spend. And that's why all of these people are running around now, also with these credit card bills and all of these other bills they can't pay, and these insane prices on these used cars they paid, it's nuts. Now, here's another interesting article here. It's from, a, it's from the CommonDreams.com website. It says, how the CIA destabilizes the world. If only the CIA's rogue operations had been consigned to history as a result of the crimes exposed by the church committee, or at least had been brought to the CIA under the rule of law and public accountability, but that has not happened. There are three basic problems with the CIA, and I'm going to put fourth in here. Number fourth is they're a satanic organization. They actually had witches on payroll. Just thought I'd mention that. But here are the three they're talking about. It's objectives, methods, and unaccountability. It's operational objectives or, or whatever the CIA or the president of the United States defines to be in the U.S. interest at a given time, but it's supposed to be outside of the United States, outside of the scope of the government. They're supposed to be in other countries, not here, unless they have like an FBI member with them. Irrespective of international law or the U.S. law, its methods are secretive and duplicitous. Its accountability means that the CIA and the president run foreign policy without any public scrutiny. Congress is a doormat. As a recent CIA director, Mike Popino said of his time at the COA, CIA, I was the CIA director. We lied, we cheated, we stole. We had entire training courses. It reminds you of the glory of the American experiment. They had entire training courses on how to lie, cheat, and steal. The CIA was established in 1947 as a successor to the Office of Strategic Services, The OSS had performed two distinct roles in the World War II, intelligence and subversion. The CIA took over both roles on one hand, and the CIA was to provide intelligence to the United States government. On the other hand, the CIA was to subvert the enemy, that is, whomever the president or the CIA defined as the enemy, using a wide range of measures, assassinations, coups, staged unrest, arming of insurgents, and other means. Here's the problem. They now see American citizens as the enemy. Now, I just made that statement. That's who we are. That's who the enemy is here now, because they see us as insurrectionists. They label us as insurrectionists. They label us as white supremacists. They tell about how bad we are because we want to have a constitution in our country, and we want to have constitutional rights. That makes you a bad person. one other thing, too. 1947 is when Roswell happened. It's all part of the Roswell cover-up. I'm letting you guys know that right now, too most of the engineered stuff that we have in the United States today according to Dr. Colonel Corso the day after Roswell was from these down supposedly alien fallen angel spaceships that were taken down with scalar energy fields. Now I'm explaining that to you for a second. In Roswell several of these 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 ships were being basically targeted by the US government. They couldn't take them down. Just thought I'd mention this because they've been around for a long long time if you don't think UFOs are real. And what happened, by accident, they laid two radar waves on top of each other. As they were tracking it, which created a scalar energy field, which took the ship down. The ships were taken down with scalar energy fields. That's what happens. You take two, basically, towers, two radar towers. You put them on top of each other. You create a longitudinal field. You do that with four of them. You take two and two, two longitudinal waves on top of each other. You create a scalar energy field, and they don't have a barrier in time space. And they disrupted the navigation of these spaceships, and they crashed. They learned this. And they've now continued to back engineer, including lasers, printed circuitry, you know, Teflon, all of this crazy stuff that they have now that they've developed all came from this type of research they did, including, you know, the stuff that we have with night vision goggles. It goes on and on and on. Read the book The Day After Roswell. Again, these are remnants of the space fleet that we talked about at Angel Wars of the entities that have been here for thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of years, and they're still here. So don't pretend like it's not real. God told us they were real in the Bible. Don't let this mess with your head. But the CIA is being used and has been used now since the 50s and 60s to cover all of this up. That's one of the reasons that John F. Kennedy got killed, one of the many of reasons they killed him. He's a great president, by the way, because he wanted to release the information on Roswell, and apparently he'd been having pillow talk with Marilyn Monroe about what was going on with this, and then she was murdered. All of this stuff happened you know, back in the 60s, to cover up what they're doing and it's not stopped it goes on and on and on now i'm going to say one more thing too and austin was talking about this a few minutes ago Austin, i'll bring this up to you middle camera rich when 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 putin basically talks he's kgb which is cia for russia and he was raised you know kgb russia has a rothschild controlled central bank yeah it's the same thing putin could have gone into the ukraine and taking that country over within 90 days, the entire country. He has the military ability to do that. It is not. He's taken years now and allowed hundreds of billions of dollars of weapons to be funded into That's the true. CIA and allowed them to be distributed internationally to all of these other militant groups around the world. Putin's in the middle of this with all of us. All of these guys at this stage. Now, don't get me wrong, I like Putin, but we're supposed to like Putin, we're supposed to like Trump. Everybody's supposed to hate Biden, even one of the one of the even some of his own democrats are coming after him now. But all of this is an orchestrated stage. All of this is basically the Kabbalist Luciferian synagogue of Satan or the cult that runs the world. You can call them that if you'd like, that are controlling both sides of the narrative. They want you to have hyperinflation of the United States. They're dismantling the United States. They don't want it as a bastion of hope for the world. They're destroying it. They're the ones that funded Jeffrey Epstein. Remember, he was Mossad. Oh yeah. Jeff Ghislaine, She was Mossad. Her dad was Mossad. They're all Mossad. They're all, Mossad. They're all part of this group. They're all Kabbalists, Luciferians, synagogue of Satan, weirdos is what they are. And, for this, and I'll say this again, my camera ridge. I'll say it again. I'll go on camera and I'll say this to you this way. I don't believe for one second that Jeffrey Epstein is dead because Mossad doesn't kill Mossad. They don't do that. They could, main, they could not maintain you know, the ranks. Everybody, they, they, there would be so much disunity in the ranks. Oh my gosh, they're killing us now. They wouldn't do it. These guys are trained assassins. If they thought somebody was actually killing them and killing each other, they would turn against their handlers. Just letting you know that. They're not going to do that. Jeffrey Epstein, the pictures of the body that was removed from that jail cell, the nose wasn't the same, the earlobes weren't the same. It was not Jeffrey Epstein. I'm sure he's an extradition country. That would be Israel, basically having to undergo plastic surgery, living his life of leisure the rest of his life. And I guarantee you, he had a dead man switch with all of these people's names who he had blackmailed. That in the event that something happened to him, it would be released, like through WikiLeaks, another organization like that. There's no way that Mossad's going to kill Mossad. The only time we've ever seen CIA kill CIA was with Hillary Clinton, Benghazi, Benghazi, and and they had a huge percentage of the people that were involved in that resign and quit. Oh yeah. If you watch that, watch that movie, Thirteen Hours. They actually allowed the coordinates to be given out for where these CIA guys were hiding to be mortared and to be shelled. You've got to watch that movie. Now, that happened with our CIA, but I've never seen it happen with Mossad, and that's when so many of these people got so disillusioned and they left. But then they bring in fresh recruits from college, and they want to yep. be part of the CIA, and so they keep it going and going and going and going. So this is part of what's happened to the United States, part of what's happening to the world, but don't believe the narrative. This is a circus show we got a three-ring circus we got Trump we've got Biden we've got Putin in the three rings and we've got dancing elephants running around these three and we've got the jugglers in the middle and then we've got the bearded woman running around being the transgender everything's here to entertain us it's all about entertainment of the masses to make us believe the lies always remember that they don't want you to believe in Jesus Christ They don't want you to believe that you have a chance to fix this stuff. They don't want you to believe in the power of real prayer and how it creates scalar energy fields, which I just talked about, which changes the fabric of space-time. They don't want you talking about any of that stuff. All they want you to do is watch this nonsense and realize that, hey, we're being entertained entertained by a three-ring circus. I mean, think about it. The trannies? Transgenders? Really? It's like Austin said the other day, you know, with the gays. And all all this stuff is being pushed into the limelight as part of the three-ring, four-ring Five ring, ten ring circus, and the American population is so used to two second sound bites that they're doing this and watching back and forth, trying to watch all of this entertainment go in front of their eyes. They're not paying attention to the guy behind the curtain that's pulling the strings, they're ignoring it. They've, they've, they've segmented us, and they've broken us into pieces so we don't pay any attention to the real picture. We get caught up in the little fi- variables. That's exactly right. That's why when David Icke was on that national talk show the other day, and the guy was talking about this and that, this, the guy on the national talk show pushes Trump, pushes Trump. Pushes, that's why you never hear me promote Trump or Biden or any of them. I'm a political agnostic. They're all a bunch of liars, and they're all a bunch of thieves, and they're all put in positions of power by the people who run the planet, who control the money supply through Sabbatane, basically, Sabbatane, Kabbalah, Lucifer, Synagogue of Satan, Babylonian money magic. That's who runs the world. And it's all based on the ancient Canaanite religions. And if you understand that, it starts to make sense. That's why I've that done entire shows on why they still do human sacrifice and all the rest of it, and how they feed the entities on the other side of the veil. That's who's running the show here. And that's what the Bible tells us happened, because Satan and the gang got locked up down here after his trial in heaven. And we're dealing with these clowns down here. But that doesn't mean that we're subjected to them. We don't have to do that. They have no authority over us, and they know that. That's why they hate Christians. That's why they want to destroy the Christian faith, because they realize that we are the only beings on this planet that have authority over them. That's why they want us gone. That's what you have to understand, and that's why you need to be in church in a really good God-fearing church and praying with your family and being a spiritual leader in your family every single day because all of this stuff, all of the circus show they do, all of it, the pornography, all of it is based upon destroying the fundamental basics of Christian belief and life and the relationship between people, God Almighty, through Jesus Christ. That's what it's all about, and they've done a pretty good job. I have to give them credit for that the frankfurt school that's what we covered off right well in a
0: brain standpoint too something that it's always good to work on is getting your brain untrained from the super short attention span factor that they've geared everybody else on like you've talked about that right everything's is constant one and two second bites that's, right. that's why it's really good to read research and read articles and read for at least four or five six minutes and go into detail and focus on it because what they've intentionally done is they've gotten people so used to literally like you just said seeing a little five second snippet seeing a little snout bite seeing a headline I guarantee you probably 80 to 90 percent of the population, when they read, study finds seven hours a week of fitness doubles your risk of heart disease. If you're a white man, guarantee you 80 to 90 percent won't read past the main headline or the top three bullet points. Done. You learn that in psychology and marketing. That's why they have these headlines and they have these direct engagements like this to put the biggest change in the headlines and get people to focus on it. Right. That's why when you watch, if you watch CNN, which I don't recommend you do, they always they're constantly changing. They have all these things on the side all the time. They did it during COVID really, really well from a psych standpoint. From I saw it, and I was like, this is insane what they were doing. Where they had the 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 clock meter, the death count meter, the COVID case meter, the hospitalization meter. That arrows pointing up, red arrows pointing up, red arrows, and the rolling numbers it constantly changed. So people got on there. It was visually overwhelming. It was like watching a slot machine at a casino constantly going where was like, oh shiny numbers. Oh shiny arrows. Oh Oh, the death rate's going up. Oh, better be scared of COVID. Oh, where's my shot at? And it put them in a brain entrainment, just mindset that a lot of people couldn't get out of. And they're still not out of. It's true. And this is why it's so important to really do your own research. And that's why in this show, we try to give you the articles. We try to do a base like, analysis on them, a synopsis. And then I put them on the website. and tell you guys to go and read them and to forward them and to get other people to do the same. So I appreciate that. Also, too, in other news, this is something that's interesting. Well, another reason why I tell everybody to watch what you eat. Four out of five Americans now, in a research study, tested positive for the chemical chloroquat, which is linked to reproductive problems. This is a study published in the Journal of Exposure Science and Environmental Epidemiology, found that the farm chemical chloroquat linked to reproductive problems is increasingly showing up in urine of people across the U.S. Now, this was not a very common, uh, as far as uh, uh, chemical. For the, time, for the not too long ago, but now it's been heavily used in oats and cereals and Cheerios now. And what's interesting in this article here, it says the fresh health concern for U.S. consumers is showing. A new study found that the farm chemical linked to these reproductive problems is showing up. The study published took a, a set of nearly a hundred urine samples collected from people in all different states over the last year, showing the presence of the pesticide, which is used in agricultural and control growth in plants to control growth in plants. Notably, the study found that both frequency of detection and Concentrations of the chemical were starkly higher in 2023 than in samples collected in 2018 and 2019. Meaning the amount that is being exposed and people are consuming is continually going up now. This is why it's really important to make sure you're getting fully true organic oats if you're going to eat them a these oats are sprayed with these different pesticides and chemicals that are already toxic B a lot of people don't realize oats are usually highly highly contaminated with glyphosate because glyphosate oats are not gmo they haven't been able to make oats that are glyphosate resistant roundup resistant so what happens is they wait till right before processing they spray these oats with glyphosate as a desiccant and dries them out and they get a higher yield in the harvest and they're not as wet either so they can process them faster this happens a lot the same thing with wheat that's why i tell people all the time majority of people don't have a problem with actual gluten and wheat you take real true four or five ingredients sourdough bread that's fully organic that you make at your house with organic wheat those people don't have health problems with it whatsoever it's the bromine and all the other chemicals and monosodium monodiglycerides and all these chemicals they put in the bread that continually has problems especially when it's sprayed with glyphosate the same thing goes with milk i've told you guys i've had multiple people that have tried the raw cow's milk that we have access to for a certified farm here in florida Nobody has any sinus issues. Nobody has any issues as far as with gut intolerance. Nobody has any lactose issues at all. It's perfectly fine when you start processing it and homogenizing it and pasteurizing it it completely reduces all the enzymes in the protein and it makes it very difficult for the body to process it so understand be very cautious in these heavily processed foods and continually watch what you're eating because this stuff is getting worse and worse and like this article said here the frequency of the detection and the concentration of these chemicals in the 2023 samples they took were much higher than they were four or five years ago meaning the amount that's being used is continually going up and the amount that people are consuming is going up and again this dr- this chemical has been directly linked to reproductive problems surprise surprise that we see this now with all these different chemicals and why it's so important to be aware of this stuff especially with young children Cheerios they're saying is one of the number one foods that's contaminated with this pesticide and this herbicide and when you're to think Kids love Cheerios. Kids love cereal. That's why it's so important if you're getting cereal for your kids. A, I'm not a big fan of cereal. I think it's probably one of the most non-nutritious foods you can eat in the morning. Swine fattening It's, food. it's really – nothing it's straight carbs and sugar. There's nothing in it It's positive, positive. And then you go put homogenized milk on top of it. It's probably one of the worst breakfasts you can feed a child, yet it's very addictive because of the dopamine they get from the sugar in it. If you want to feed kids something good – some whole eggs in the morning with some organic oatmeal with some brown sugar in it organic bread organic you know, sweetener it's great fantastic breakfast a lot better than eating a bunch of processed cereal that's got 50 different ingredients in it that's my take on it what do you think as far as on the well food it, we of covered a
1: second ago, ulcerative colitis
0: intestinal problems all of this stuff starts at a very young age oh but i don't mean to cut you off you brought that up with ulcerative colitis yeah. there was a Buddy of mine, he married a girl that was having real bad problems with this as far as with her gut I remember. Problem. Remember. And we put her on a protocol, and it was interesting because she almost liked being sick. She was one of those, which I'm not going to get into all that topic. That was <laughs> a whole <laughs> other story. That was another story. But, but we actually we put her on GHI cleanse, and we put her on detoxificant, the benignite clay. And it was crazy because it almost completely cleared up her issues. You remember this? Oh, yeah. And she was taking it. She was taking it. And then they got married. Was ironic as soon as they got married, she completely came off the protocol. Since she didn't want to do it anymore, ulcerative colitis came right back. Health problems came back, and. Everything continued. to. Got suit. some more. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm not going to get into that whole detail, but again, that's a super, super simple, basic setup you can do to promote healthy guts. And basically, with the GHI cleanse and the Bentonite clay, and then on top of that, throw in the probiotic blend, or the Probiotic 350, if you really want to run one. Stop eating junk. Stop eating junk. Change your diet. Throw those few supplements in, and you'll be surprised the results you get. But I just want to add that in as you brought that
1: up. And One more thing, because we're almost out of time. Uh, give me my camera back, Rich. A lot of people, men and women. They wanna be sick.
0: I know that Sounds said happens weird. sometimes,
1: yeah. You no, know, I'm telling you, because their whole life is about being sick. Their whole life is about complaining. And when you show them how to be healthy, their life changes and they don't want their life to change and they'll self-sabotage and go back to being sick. Chronic hypochondria. If hy- the hypochondriac puts on his tombstone, I told you I was sick, <laughs> you, know, you know? And it's, it, it is, you think, well, people aren't really like that. Yeah, they really are. By the way, historic New York village that made weapons for 200 years, is losing its soul as nation's oldest gun maker, Remington. Wow. Shuts the massive firearms over a million square feet of manufacturing wow. facility, leaving the entire families jobless because of all the lawsuits in New York. They're moving to a gun-friendly state. Remington shuts down in New York after 200 years. Kind of a sign of our times, isn't it, Austin? Yeah. Uh, by the way, I hope you guys enjoyed the show today. I love you guys, and I appreciate you and had the opportunity to really pray for you last night. You guys mean the world to me, but when I said a second ago that some people want to be sick, I was not being facetious. I've seen it over and over and over again because their entire life is about being ill. Every time you talk to them, they got a health issue over and over and over again. When you try to help them, sometimes they listen, sometimes you don't, but sometimes they're so used to being sick that they don't want to be healthy anymore. And I can do a whole show on that, on self-sabotage. Don't be that person. Whether you're a male or you're a female, always strive for health because you got to remember that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us including being healthy also what do you think you're 100% right and one thing to add on that too because I've dealt with this a lot with customers
0: be very cautious how much time and energy you put into someone that wants to stay sick I've seen this with a lot of customers that they're really really good healthy individuals they're strong Christians and they have a family member or friend that's really sick and they're talk- constantly talking to us about getting supplements for them. They order supplements for them and the people won't take them. Refuse to They won't take them. And suddenly they want to return the products two or three months later. They want to get a refund back. But somebody else bought them the vitamins. I've done some crazy stuff like that. So again, if you're trying to help somebody, by all means, try to help someone. But understand, sometimes there's certain people who don't want to take supplements. They don't want to be healthy. They simply want to maintain that illness. And so I'm glad you pointed that out. It's sad to see that. But you just got to be aware of it because it does happen sometimes. love you So, yeah, be aware of it. (laughs) Thank you, guys. You need anything, healthmasters.com. Products on sale right now. Be sure to check it out The Maximum Energy Kit as well on the front page of the website. If you need anything, give us a call, 1-800-726-1834. You guys have a blessed, safe, awesome night, and we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always.